Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. Um, and let us know who your doppelganger is oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four? It's a weird one. It uh, is. Are, do you think you're you're like any celebrities you'd know? I've been told. Um, what's the guy from? Not no not no not the Avengers. The Hulk. Hi oh no. Um, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. The main guy in that. Oh yeah. What's his name? What is his name? Is it Chris something? Chris Pratt. I look like a yeah, fat Chris Pratt. You look, no, you don't look like a fat version. You do look a bit like him actually. Because yeah. I was told because he was in what was that TV show Parks and Rec or whatever Parks and Didn't Recreation. Watch it, but yeah. So so apparently got that because he was a bit fatter obviously back then so that's what I, I've been told that's, that's mean no he definitely has similarities in your face to, to him definitely yeah, especially I, with the fatness uh, no you're not fat but anyway I actually haven't had any celebrity doppelgangers I know there's definitely with Kirsten Dunst I wish no there's a lot of people I wish I looked like but I don't but I, I've been tagged in a few memes do you know who you look like as my mother would say yourself Beauty and the Beast <laughs> Quasimodo <laughs> Thank you. It's just an absolute, an absolute replica. I look like a Smurf, let's be honest. A little bit, Um, No, but there was, there's one or two, I actually have them on my Instagram. You know those memes where it's, one of them in particular where it's, you know, when when a girl comes home from work and she takes off her bra and throws it around the place and you're sitting there. There's a meme going around and there's a girl. Like, it's like me. I was like, when was that taken? Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to put up, um, We'll put up a few side-by-side doppelgangers up on F104's Instagram. Yeah. On the, on the stories, just so you can check it out. You're more than welcome to send us in your doppelgangers, please. Who's the, your, your other half, your famous other half, your famous twin? 87 Send us in a few snaps. It'll be interesting to see just how scarily similar we are to other people. And it's a bit of a weird one. We all like to think we're unique and that we're special. We're not. Though. Turns out we're not. So to tell us more about maybe some of the science and research behind your doppelganger, assistant professor of animal, animal behaviour... Michael Sheehan, how are you, sir? Good, thanks. How are you? Thanks for having me. No worries at all. I mean, I'm pretty sure, Michael Sheehan, you must have some Irish lineage there. <laughs> I do, yeah. My my family, I mean, I'm, an, I'm an American, as you can tell from my voice, but yes, my family came from Ireland oh. in the 1840s. Love oh, it. there you go. What part? I'm not really sure. Somewhere. <laughs> in fairness, in fairness, 1840, I don't know where my parents or grandparents in 1840. That's not fair. Yeah, we, we were going to talk doppelgangers, but we're talking about your past life um, and your ancestors and your whole family tree. No, um, what is, I suppose, this whole idea of doppelgangers, what have you been looking into it? 
So I guess I kind of say the opposite of that, thinking about why are people different. Because if you think about looking at other animals, oftentimes if you say look at a squirrel or a deer, it's really hard to tell one animal apart from another. But in humans, while you know we're not all unique snowflakes necessarily, as much as we like to think we are, um, you know, there's still a lot of diversity in there. And so you know, it's kind of in some ways really surprising, mostly that we aren't all more similar. And so I think that's the thing that kind of as a biologist really fascinates me. Um, and so I'm sort of interested more in the diversity component. But you know, even though we are really diverse, there's only so much, so many ways, you know, that the genetic diversity that exists in people actually plays out, right? So, um, you know, you'll end up having people that end up kind of looking similar, uh, even though they might not be very closely related to each other because they end up sort of end, end up having uh, kind of similar uh, genes at those particular loci just in and of themselves. Um, so, and then also, you know, you can also get doppelgangers from another sort of right at the other end of the spectrum that mm. people might not actually necessarily look very similar. Um, objectively any more than others. But if you're not very familiar with them, um, you know, if they kind of have a particular feature that is maybe shared, uh, you know, one particular feature that is more striking. So I think a lot of a lot of the perceived doppelgangers that we see are oftentimes for people that we don't know as well, just because of yeah, la- a lack of familiarity with their face. Like we don't usually see like doppelgangers of our mom so much as we do like of our you know, acquaintance. That's true, actually, yeah. Uh, yeah. You wouldn't really like unless they were. I suppose I can't. Yeah, yeah, I can't see. I mean, is, I suppose yeah, is is it literally just random biological mutations, or is there any reason why people might be looking the same? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think you know. Certainly, there are some things that people are doing, like you know, certain hairstyles or in fashion oh, or yeah. whatever that you know, yeah, are going to make some people happen to look more similar than they would otherwise. But a lot of what we're, you know, talking about there, you know, within a population like Ireland, there's only so much genetic diversity that exists within that group of individuals. There's still a lot of diversity, right? But it's not like all of human diversity that's possible. There's only so many ways that all, you know, genetic elements, which are many, granted, uh, but, you know, there's only so many ways those are going to get shuffled up, right? Mm. Um, and, you know, if you really did like a really fine scale point by point comparison of everyone's face, you know, even identical twins would look different. Um, but certainly, you know, a lot of individuals are going to be like pretty darn similar to each other in you know, kind of gross features, right? You know, a couple of individuals who might have similarly spaced eyes and, you know, similar pointy noses or something might be easy to quickly confuse, especially if you aren't really familiar with them. Now, I know this might sound crazy, but if you do look very similar on the outside to someone, like nearly looking identical, you know, there are people that do look so similar. Yeah. Would their genetics be in any way similar in on the inside? So you would expect that, like, at some very small portion of the genome, yes, that they might have, you know, they might share a particular small chunk that ends up, you know, causing a particular shape of a, you know, facial feature. But you wouldn't expect them to be more similar otherwise, necessarily. There was actually a study a couple years ago where people um, kind of compared the personalities of people who were doppelgangers. And these, like, people who were compared, like, looked really similar to each other. But, you know, otherwise, they're really similar about them. Um, they just kind of, like, happen to look like each other. So it's not that, like, looking like someone is necessarily going to mean that you behave like them mm. or, you know, have similar interests to them in any way or you know, otherwise have any kind of real similarity to them. It just, you know, it happens that maybe you happen to share a little bit more, you know, relatedness in that there's few parts of your genome, but otherwise, you know, anything goes, basically. <laughs> I suppose one thing about this, the professional, the people who do this profession will be uh, the lookalikes, wouldn't they? You know, your celebrity lookalikes who are the spitting image and kind of show up at events yeah. and kind of fool loads of people. But, um, uh, Michael, who's your doppelganger? <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, pass. <laughs> you haven't been like told to, you look like anyone. I didn't, you know, yeah. Um, not, I don't know. Nothing like sticks out in my mind as being 
Or at least that I want to admit on the radio. <laughs> you know, sometimes you see someone and... Uh, like, you, you look like a foot. Shut your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Or you see some something in someone and you go, that looks really like me and I wish it didn't. You know, you're kind of going, that's the part of me that I know I look like, but... Oh, I'm God. I'm happy about it. Oh, God. You know, it's, it's, it's a fairly interesting... Um, it's, a, it's fascinating. You see it. And sometimes, like, when someone says you look like someone, you won't believe them. You'll be like, I don't look no. like that. No, yeah. yeah which, any idea why that is? Because so, so people have said I look like certain people I'm like nah come on yeah and I think a lot of that is that they're kind of picking up on one particular feature that you know strikes them as kind of or, or, you know, for whatever context that they came across that other individual, you know, strikes them as being similar or not. And I think, you know, a lot of it, again, I think I think it comes down to familiarity, right? Like, oftentimes, you aren't even confusing, you know, even people you don't know, but they're, like, are really famous celebrities. You aren't necessarily confusing them as much as, like, you know, the bit part character actors. Like, oh, yeah. is that the one from that show? You know? Yeah. So basically, you know, I think there's a lot of that. And, you know, your point about... Um, sort of people who are uh, doing impersonations and things like that. Uh, you know, certainly comedians when they're like, you know, uh, spoofing politicians or whatever oftentimes have like this one thing that they'll do, like, you know, a You're very sure, actually, or like yeah. mannerism. Yeah, and like, you know, just kind of that cues everyone in like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so. Um, because there's, you know, some one feature that we all kind of agree on. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's the way you, you know. Oh yeah, seriously, you, you do an amazing, um, our, our Minister for Health, Simon Harris, you do an amazing impression of him. <laughs> Go on, do your, do your Simon Harris there, seriously. Oh, no, I don't want to talk go to on, Simon Harris. <laughs> you do, it's amazing. She does this thing with her elbow. It's just absolutely hilarious. Listen, um, Michael, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Where is your research available online? Do you have a website or uh, Twitter, social media? Yeah, so people can find me um, on the website sheinlab.weebly.com and my on Twitter, I'm at, at ID Signals, uh, as like identity. ID Signals. ID signals, capital I, capital B signals. Yep. Lovely. Well, listen, thanks a million for popping on and uh, you, you're more than welcome to secretly email or text us who your secret doppelganger is because you didn't want to admit it live on the radio. <laughs> but uh, th- thanks a million for popping on. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Have a Thank day. you. And as always, do send on your doppelgangers 087-679-7104. Maybe a mate here looks the spits of someone else. You're not going to do your Simon? I don't do a Simon Harris impersonation. <laughs> I don't. I know you don't. I know you. I'm only joking. Simon Harris. If and you... I'll offend him hugely now by putting on a girly voice. I don't mean he's I'm got the a girly voice. I'm health. Oh, we need more beds. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you all sick? Ooh. I told you he he follows the show on Instagram. I know, he listens to get us. Him on. Hello, Simon. You're very welcome. <laughs> no, try, try to, uh, yeah, Leo. Uh, try, I know some people just talk from the back of their, their of, of, of their throats and we're working hard <laughs> to, to, to do it. Anyway, uh, let us know your doppelgangers. 087 We'll get back to some years next. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Sersha. FM. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. Still to come, uh, Dubliner Colm Tyrrell. He is over in New York at the moment. He's going to be performing stand-up for 24 hours straight. Um, in what will be not the worst gigs but the longest gigs that he has ever done he'll be on at 11 o'clock explaining to you a little bit more but we would like to know this evening have you ever gone longer than 24 hours without sleep? Yes I have I have done 48 hours without sleep Oh, Horrific! Right, don't don't reveal anything just yet. Let us know. Um, let us know as well. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. How long have you gone without sleep? How did you feel afterwards, and why? Because you know what, you you go an hour or two less without sleep, you can get very grumpy. It's really bad for you. Very, oh, very very bad for you. You're you know, don't mind the coronavirus. You're not get enough sleep. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. Yeah. You're gonna die early and die pretty pretty badly. Yeah, we were talking there with our friend Michael. Shane from, he's an assistant professor in animal behaviour and animal biology about doppelgangers. Now, I have posted up a picture, Saoirse, of you and Liv Tyler that people say you look like. Two different photos. I mean, absolutely I do not, but thank you to to anyone who said that I look like her because that's a huge compliment. The The other suggestion was Renee Zellweger. Weger? Zellweger? Renee Zellweger. Just mumble over that there now as well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, back in the day with blonde hair, maybe. Possibly. I don't know. I, I don't see anyone really. I don't think I look like anyone, bar my brother. Well, there you go. Listen, uh, the images are up on F104's Instagram, not the story that I mentioned. It's up on the main gallery page there because I've gotten Dwight as uh, a truth. Dwight Trude from uh, The Office, <laughs> yeah, which the American just, Office. You don't look like him. I need a, a pair of glasses and to part my hair in the middle. Um, I'll wear a brown suit in tomorrow that's slightly too big. No, and I'll you walk just, around. There's no resemblance whatsoever. No, and then uh, Parks and Recs. Chris Pratt I've yeah, gotten before I definitely well. see that uh, up on FM104 if you want to have a look um, but let us know who people think that you look like uh, who is this I think this isn't from Alan good evening Alan people have said uh, you look like Grant Mitchell oh god <laughs> <sighs> I mean is that a compliment I mean Grant, Grant Mitchell is very uh, I'd, I'd say better than Phil Grant is uh, a army yeah. dude buff strong yeah, true. bald but yeah. Not as bad as Phil, I would say. Had yeah. his life together slightly more in EastEnders than uh, than he did. I mean, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? No, it's not. No, it's not. That's <laughs> call a spade a spade. And this yeah. one's brilliant. Peter, 
I have thought this about you before because obviously we can see WhatsApp pictures when yeah. they, when you send in a message. <laughs> I've been told I look like Nid, Tom Van Lawler from Love Hate. But I don't see it myself, to be honest. Yes, you do. I'm telling you now you do. Really? Yeah, he does. And it's not just because you've got a shaved head. You just do. You just have that bad boy look to you. Okay, someone with a picture of Greta Thunberg as their WhatsApp icon has said, people say I look like Lee Neeson. God, that's not a bad one now. But is Greta Thunberg, does she look like Liam Neeson? She definitely doesn't, no. Uh, okay, that's a, another Alan. Uh, will you send us in a picture of you or a profile picture? Uh, oh, you don't have to, obviously, but uh, if people say you look like Liam Neeson, fair play to you. Who else do we have? Um, I've been told a few times uh, after a haircut, I look like a young Richard Gere. Now, Richard Gere is very handsome. And funnily enough, I often say my dad looks very like Richard Gere. He does look he like does Richard a bit, Gere. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's the, he is definitely the image of Richard hair. Gere. Yeah. yeah, he definitely does. Yes. He has the hair and the eyes and he has the swag of a Richard Gere, he in fairness to him. you know, yeah. uh, He knows what he's packing. He does, <laughs> absolutely. And thank you, Je- er, Jacinta, who has texted in to say, welcome back to me. Yeah, fair play to you, Jacinta. Thank you Hi. for caring you? I left. Good evening, At least Lewis. someone did. Hi, Lewis. And Lewis again. Lewis, are you listening? What's the story? Um, okay, who we have? Oh, oh, hang on. We have to. <laughs> I, I want to play. I want to play these that we've just got sent in. A few voice notes from who's this now? David. David, David loves a good voice note. Oh, he loves a voice message because he's always driving at this time. David, what do you do, by the way? Um, he sent us in a few WhatsApp messages here, voice notes. Let's see what they're all about. What a chill, lads. Keep it going. Keep it lit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, I think that's from a little bit earlier on. Um, um, it's Leo Vraca here. Um, like the people of Ireland don't want me anymore. Um, um, just that's the um, my daddy here from Leo Vraca is um, okay. N- n- yeah, I mean, he does say I'm um, a lot, does he? Yeah, he would. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> or we have her now, Jerry Adams from Northern Ireland. I, Jerry Adams, her now, have appointed Mary Lee. Around our party. Oh, what Lord. are you doing, David? You need to get yourself on. Your man, what's his, what's his name? Oliver Callan. Yeah. Axed. Jesus. David, get in there. Send your demo into uh, RT. And you'll That's ta- brilliant. You'll take his, his yoke. Fair play. Hey, I was told I looked like Alexander Sarsgaard and Owen Wilson when my hair was longer. I don't think I look like either of them at all. That comes Let's in from see, Matthew. Matthew. Now, Matthew, I have often thought that you looked a little bit like... Who's the guy that Tara Murray is in love with? Uh, you mean not her boyfriend? No, not her boyfriend. The famous guy. Uh, Callum Best. He looked a little bit like Callum Best. Yeah. It maybe, see, maybe you're looking at his shirt. No. Who are your doppelgangers? Who, who do you, or look, if you have a mate who is the image of someone, let us know. Yeah, he also, Matthew, you do also look like Owen Wilson. Who is Alexander Sarsgaard? Skarsgård. He's a, yeah. Alexander Skarsgård. Who is he? Who's he? He's an actor, isn't he? Yeah. He's in um, he's in a big film that was out recently. Oh, it enough. sounds very big, sir. Should I no, on he top was. of it here? Yeah. He was. It was actually... What's he in? It was on the buzz there a while ago. What did he... Tarzan? The Legend of Tarzan. The Legend of Tarzan 2016? No. He's, he's in, in a series, True Blood. Oh, that's... Sorry, people probably know from True Blood. Yeah, that must be. Sorry, it. Matthew, but... Uh, there you go. Let me see... Does he look like him? I don't know. Does Matthew? Yeah. Yeah, a bit, yeah. I can see that. Do you think people think differently of you if you look like a famous person? 
Oh yeah, like if if first impressions count, kind of thing. If by okay, so Tara obviously is a huge fan of Callum Best. Someone else might not be. So would they go? Oh, he looks like Callum Best. He's probably a bad boy. That's what I mean. Like if if you hate a certain celebrity and you see someone like if I hated Liv Tyler. Yeah. And I saw you, I'd be like, I don't know what it is, I just hate her. It can't stand Let's her, turn yeah. the WhatsApp messages off, by the way, unless you want to keep getting your bleeps on. Mm. God. Oh, God, that's this a good one there about the sleep, insomnia. God, that we might give you a chat later on, yeah. Um, I, I can't cope with people saying they haven't slept more than 24 hours. It's It hurts me. Right. Uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, you know sleep deprivation, I suppose, a little bit later on. An Irish comic over in New York is going to be performing stand-up for 24 hours straight. Tommy Tiernan did something similar uh, a few years ago. How did he get on, actually? Uh, yeah, all right, I think. But the world record, I think, is like 40-something hours. A guy did it over in Vegas. 40-something hours, and there was loads of real strict rules of you got to take like a five-minute break per hour. There had to be a certain amount of people in the room every hour, and they were booking it in hour by hour. And he could use... I think he was allowed, obviously, repeat... He couldn't do 24 hours of, like, new material. No. But, um... Uh, but, yeah, okay. Oh, I know. I know who this is. Someone has said they are the image of Emily Browning. And we Browning. know this. We know this someone. Oh, my God. She works with us. Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Mary Jane, you are the image of you this person. You actually are the image. Beautiful. Yeah, you've both got those crazy eyes. Stunning eyes, stunning lips. Yeah. Totally see that. Actually, Mary Jane, you look like a lot of people. A lot of hot people. She's beautiful, let's be honest. And have you hooked up with your cousin? <laughs> That's what we want to know this evening. The important questions, okay, Mary Jane? Oh, <laughs> right, Mary so uh, listen, if you have any other good uh, doppelgangers, you can send them on. Uh, myself and Sirius' doppelgangers are up on Dublin's FM 104 on Instagram if you want to take a look and swipe. If you want to take a, a look at Sirius' other secret doppelganger up on my profile, you can have a look there as well. I think it's nail on the head I'm just glad that you didn't put Gollum up there uh, Mary Jane wants to know who else does she look like I just feel like I could go through a list of famous people that you look like Mary Jane I'll come back to you on that one give me a few minutes right um, on the way next we were talking about this last night we, we'd like, love to know have you ever made any money online like does anyone ever actually make serious money online we hear about the spam fluencers I know some of them are, are raking it in but they their own dodgy practices, right? You hear of other things like affiliate marketing and drop shipping, and I constantly get these ads on my YouTube and Twitter and Instagram of, oh my God, do you want to make money? Passive income, sales funnels, all you need is a, a pen and a laptop and you'll get your first $1,000 client in, in five minutes, you know, promising you, you know, promising you quick riches and easy money. So and is it possible or is it all absolute BS? Well, a gentleman who was on the show before Christmas, his name is Mike Winnett. He runs a really good channel. Um, he's got a YouTube series. Uh, one of them is called the Contrepreneur Series where he just calls out a lot of these online charlatans. Yes, it's Connors. BS. Yeah, absolute BS where people are like, I can show you the secrets to being rich. And you're like, why, why don't you just keep them to yourself and be ultra mega rich, right? So he calls out a lot of them. But what he also did was put his money where his mouth was. And rather than you spending your money on training courses for drop shipping or training courses for affiliate marketing or training courses teaching you how to play the stock market and cryptocurrency, he's gone and done it all. So he has taken, I think it's about half a million pounds of his own money and has invested it in a variety of different things. He's got a YouTube series called Get Rich or Die Buying. He has walked the path and will be able to let you know if you're a student, should you drop out of college and go after some of these get rich quick schemes? Don't. 
don't. I think I think the message is don't. Just right? don't. If you are like every single person in Dublin, struggling to save money, struggling to afford rent, struggling to move on to the next stage of your life, because it's just a, it's insanely expensive place to live right now, um, and that's that's where I think a lot of these con artists get people because everyone is so desperate to. to you know, you need money doesn't make you happy, but it opens up different stages of your life. Oh you know yeah, what I mean, and you need so much money. Um, sure, I got so desperate one day that I set up um, an account for selling your knickers online. I didn't follow through with it. I'm, I'm glad to hear that, Tisha. But I know, like, we've all been there. I've handed my money over to, like, these things that promise you all the riches in the world, and then you realise oh, I've just been had. Yeah. I'm an absolute idiot. So it's very, very tough. But he has gone and put his money where his mouth is and invested in all these training courses. Are they worthwhile? Are they all BS? You probably know the answer already, but Mike Winnett is going to be live on the line next. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. It's Cormac and here on FM 104. And um, I know we talked about different ways and strange ways that you can make money. Um, yeah. We talked about that last night. Medical research experiments were one of those. Yeah. Can you make money online? Well, I tried to obviously make money on adverts because, well, it's brilliant for buying and selling stuff. So I thought, well, I'm going to try and sell all my clothes on adverts and make loads of money. Like I said, I made three euro. Did you make three euro? Yeah. Now, I successfully have made, um, I'm clocking in about one cent a day off Google AdWords. But I constantly get ads uh, at the start of YouTube videos and on Instagram with lads who were walking around villas in Thailand going, hey, if you want to make like a hundred grand a second, all you need to do is follow my proven formula and invest in crypto and you'll be minted. And yeah. it's like, it's so tempting. I remember like years ago when I, I was unemployed, I had no job. You're getting to the point where you're nearly having a panic attack because you're so broke. Oh, you do start thinking maybe I'll be a sugar baby. Yeah, you, you get to a dark places and I think a lot of these lads can take advantage a lot of people selling crap online can take advantage of people in very, very vulnerable situations. Joining us on the line now again is someone who we spoke to uh, towards the end of last year. He has been running one, a very, very entertaining and very much needed Contrepreneur series on YouTube where he's calling out a lot of uh, online training BS, online gurus, I should say. People who are, you know, will teach you how to make money but will just take your money. And, that's and teach you nothing. It. And they're like, you've just been <laughs> had, pal. Thank you very much. He, he has also taken things one step further. He's taken his own money and he's kind of... Uh, investing in a lot of different areas online and offline to see do some of the things that people claim you can make money do they actually make money or is it BS and it's always a pleasure to welcome him back on the show Mike Winnett how are you? Really good thanks how are you? Good good Are you richer sir? Um, I'm richer through experience and uh, knowledge gained of how this all works but in terms of finances I am not richer I am ah. poorer Oh for God's sake. We were hoping that you would have the key and we could buy your course for 997 <laughs> for the next four hours only. Um, well, that's what um, people think I'm going to be. I'm, I'm building up to. I'm building up to that moment where I release my How to Spot a Contrepreneur course or How to Spot a Scam course. Genius. But, uh, no. You should do it, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's I mean, educational. Yeah. Well, I would make more money doing that than I have done actually doing their courses, but... So for someone who hasn't seen your stuff yet or know exactly you know what you've been doing over the last year or so, can you explain briefly what was the crack with the Contrepreneur series and why did you go out to you know produce that and release that? Yeah, so I did that sort of episode on YouTube because I was looking up to sell my old business and being a working class lad, I was giving a lump sum of money and we're not really told what to do when you, you get money and you can go a little bit crazy. Just look at Conor McGregor as an example of someone when you do get a bit of money, you can just go a little bit off the rails. So just a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Not on that scale, but um, so I was giving a lump sum of money and I just thought, why don't I go and see some experts and seek advice from them? So I went online, as you do, and looked for people that had experience in wealth management and investing. And I sort of 
did some investigations into those people and I noticed that there was lots of similarities regardless of what they were trying to sell whether it be property deals or whether it be forex trading or stocks and shares or different investment opportunities they all seem to use the same language tactics and the same adverts and um a reason why I really noticed it was because I was going to all different asset classes and I was speaking mm. to so many different trainers. I was more aware that, of the similarities rather than, I suppose, an individual might go to a property training course and they won't really know that that same backstory was used by another trainer in another asset field. So I thought, this is quite strange and I didn't really realise the sinister edge to it at the time. I just thought it was like a humorous observation until I started following some of these gurus around. So I'd click their ads that you see on YouTube or in Facebook and then I'd go to their free uh, events or their low-cost events and I just started recording my experiences from what they were sort of trying to teach mm. the audience. And I noticed so many similarities in the questions that they'd ask. Who wants more time? Who wants more money? Their backstories that they would tell people. You know, I was just like you. I was sat in those seats three years ago. I, I took the step to change my life. Do you think you deserve more money? And I just recorded their script, basically. I put that online. And I would say, uh, hand on heart, that has changed my life for better and worse in many ways. So now I'm the target of these people. But also a lot of people message me to say that I've helped them. I've saved them a lot of money. And they've done their due diligence on some of these people on stage and they realise they aren't as successful as they are. They make money from telling you you can be successful. Selling spades in a gold rush is the best way to describe it. Yeah. So that's what the entrepreneur formula was. And But I went one step further and it's one thing, I didn't want to just call it out and make it my opinion because some of the stuff that I thought was really crazy, I'd see the same plants get up at different events. So they were almost like paid plants to get up, pretend they're excited and run to the back of the room and sign up for these courses. So it, there's a whole industry made for this sector. Um, I just thought, why don't I? Because I've got a little bit of disposable income. Invest in some sensible stuff, property that you might be, that everyone would tell you is as safe as houses. Why don't I invest in crypto mining rigs and forex training and affiliate marketing and things that you might be tempted to invest in if you're in the nine to five and you want to escape the rat race. So that's what I did. Yeah, it's always the script. So I, I get it. And I don't know if this is more, the advertising, is it more aimed at guys or girls? Have you ever gotten, um, seriously, it'd be interesting, like on Instagram, some guy popping up in your feed saying, do you want to make $10,000 a week from affiliate marketing? You don't even need any experience. Do you ever get that crap? Yes, but it only kind of started happening and it stopped happening recently because I don't ser- research anything or search anything on Google related to that. So right, okay. I used to go onto Google going, well, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. So yeah. uh, how can I make money fast? quick uh, from home and yeah. then suddenly I was bombarded with all this stuff on yeah. Facebook and on Instagram and all the cookies are following around yeah. everywhere and I was clicking into it and I honestly did believe them but the weirdest part about all of this and it is that kind of weird reverse psychology that if these guys really were able to make millions why would they be living in Thailand in a little box why are they from- telling you or yeah, exactly. You know, that's always the one. It's like, and why, why, why would you tell me this? The worst thing that I, I ever did. This was the stupidest thing I ever did. I think I was just out of college and I was unemployed and I was broke and I was living at home for many more years later. Right? But uh, I remember coming across this product and it was an automated piece of software that said, "You don't even need to have a website. This will do it all for you." And it was a piece of, and it was like twenty quid or something, which was a lot at the time. You're on the dole. Twenty quid is significant. <laughs> But you're hoping and praying that this is going to turn around. And the, the thing that drove me insane was, right, the big, massive, long sales page you read online, you give them your money and it gives you this thing. And then it goes, actually, if you want to make real money, you need to get the training course for 600 quid. And then they go, and actually, if you want that to really work, you need to get the, you know, premium VIP gold package thing for like two grand. And it was so annoying because it had basically, it was completely deceiving people into handing over, you know, try, and then trying to get them into a sales funnel, funnel and upsell them 
and it was automating web pages. It was automating setting up WordPress blogs that would be auto auto populated with certain keywords that would automatically have ads on it, and that was meant to be your you know your easy money to earn earning thousands. So I mean, I didn't make any money off that. Uh, the next thing I tried to do was set up a website in college with my or that was before that. Sorry, but I set up a website in college with my mates, and then um, we clicked on our own ads, and we got banned off Google AdWords. Yes. Now, thankfully, the ban appears to have been lifted because I am making one cent a day on AdWords. <laughs> That's okay. You know, no, at no, least no. you're making money. But you can't, you can't withdraw your AdSense money or your AdSense money until you have a minimum of 70 euro. So it's going to take me about 20 or 30 years <laughs> to just take out the 70 quid, right? So what have you found then? And what were, what were the things, Mike, that you tried like investing in up until now? Uh, yeah, so affiliate marketing, I've invested in that. I've invested in dropshipping. I've invested in stocks and shares. I've invested in crypto mining rigs. I've invested in property. I've invested in property overseas. So they're the main things. I'm trying to think if I've forgot anything else. But I actually sell now party packs for £24, about €30, and you'll get pink and rose gold party packs, cups, cutlery, napkins for when you want to have a party. So I am now, that's my business. Wow. (laughs) And I've only ever seen one sample pack, and I, I bought three packs to check. As I was told by the training course, I picked the best one out of the three. I uh, negotiated with the wholesaler. I did all these things with no experience. And now I've got a warehouse with about 5,000 pieces of these party packs. And I've sold three. I was just going to say, I don't know if that would be something of interest to the majority it's, of people. But it's niche. It's good. I like it. It's, it's well, probably they tell you. That's the thought process. But it cost me £6,000 of training. I paid for the, the mentoring so I'd get to know the super quick way and easy way to do this. So, yeah, that's what dropshipping is. And so it would look like it's my business, um, but I don't have to hold any stock. I don't have to deal with any orders, any invoicing or anything like that. So in theory, I've got a completely hands-off business that I will make six figures a year from. And they take all the hassle out for me. They even go as far as taking photos of the products for me in a professional studio and writing my ads for me and everything like that. So I've sold three and they've made £6,000 off me to the letter. Oh, sorry. They are they are selling you the products and equipment instead. They're, they're like the no, supply so chain. I source, I source my own equipment and stuff like that. But then for an extra upsell, they mm. can then professionally write the adverts for me because cause they know the keywords that drive sales. They can take professional photographs because I'm just, I don't know anything about this type of world. So I've just gone in all in. You're the experts. You yeah, can make yeah. me rich. And it's funny how a, a successful businessman that had 25 staff and knows about profit and loss and how to market a business, how I can't run this very well. And I'm just selling plates and cups. <laughs> it reminds me actually of a few years back, actually a good few years back, where I did something similar. There was a company online that you could, basically they had plain t-shirts. So if you created what went on the t-shirt, so it might have been a picture yeah, you or could, yeah, you could a quote yeah. or something stupid, and then it sells, then you get a whatever. A commission off the top, yeah. of, but you don't have to deal with the delivery or exactly. anything. Exactly, yeah. you don't have to deal with any of that, but they get 10% or 20%, whatever. So do you have, Mike, then, for your party, for your, what was it, a party box? Yeah. Uh, do you have a I website? Mean, if this is an advert, it's the best party box <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I've got like a website that sits on Amazon. It's like an Amazon reseller. Right. But the problem is, there's like there's probably 500 people selling exactly the same product that have all been through this people's course. But it's crazy because I'm actually in their group. That it's run from a Facebook group. I know how it all works. So no one will buy your product unless you've got a five-star review. 
part of what we are told in the Facebook group is to lie and give each other five-star reviews in the group to help each other. Well. So I will buy your product online, and you might have Tupperware. Let's just say Tupperware as an example. I will put in an order as a legit Amazon purchaser. It will come to me. I will then give you a five-star review saying, fantastic product, arrived quickly, A+. plus. I can tell when they're fake reviews now just based on the language that they use. Yeah. And then you will refund me that money through PayPal. <laughs> so you're actually buying five-star reviews to get further up the Amazon rankings, and then you can sell that product. So I'm learning the cheats and tricks from inside the group, and then that's what I'm putting out on my entrepreneur channel on YouTube. So I'm telling you about fake five-star reviews, not my opinion. I am yeah, actually getting yeah. fake five-star reviews for my products and letting you see them to say, I paid someone on PayPal to give me this five-star review, or I paid someone on Fiverr to buy 50 of my products. I refunded them through PayPal, and they've left five-star reviews. God, we're, if you just tuned in, we're talking to Mike Winnett. He runs the Entrepreneur Series on YouTube, which you definitely have to go check out what we're talking to him about uh, when he took that series one step further and took his own hard cash and decided to invest in uh, a lot of other trainings, products, services, assets, investments that apparently uh, a hell of a lot of gurus online will claim to you that that makes a, sh- a, a massive amount of money, right? Yeah. So that was the dropshipping store, which you've sold three of and they have gotten six, five, six grand out of you. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Maybe it'll turn around Maybe and it uh, there'll be a huge, I know the coronavirus might make people be forced to stay at home and they might need extra plates and cups and stuff to have a little coronavirus. <laughs> virus party and there you go you'll, you'll be you'll be milking it then what was the affiliate affiliate marketing that you uh, were doing yes yeah, so affiliate marketing that was where a guru approached me and that is where you buy sites with affiliate links in mm-hmm. and it's all been it's got seo and keywords so it could be anything but let's just say i'm a you know, videographer and i write a blog about what you should use as a startup if you want to be a videographer this is my entry-level equipment and i'll talk about whether it be a stand whether it be a memory card whether it be a certain type of camera so you have a website where you talk about all these things with the links in so then someone would click on my link and then they would go to a site which is I'm an affiliate partner of and then I would keep a percentage of those sales so a good one is Amazon affiliate right. is, is quite a popular one so it could be you know you go watch my video and then you'll go in my description click on the link and then anything you buy from Amazon within that time frame I get paid on again people say you can get really rich on it you know you get- <laughs> has anything that you invested in worked and made money well yeah and it's strange really. The only things that have made money, I'm going to say one of them has took a massive hit in the last couple of weeks, but it's anything that's long-term. So property, where you're not trying to buy it with no money down, which is a big popular advert that they use to hook people in. But when you put real money into property, you can make money either from the rental or you can make money by adding value and then selling the property. So I flipped two properties recently, which made 20,000 euros, 20,000 pounds. But that took money to do that. And that's the big thing. Like, you're being hooked in by no money down. Yeah. Mm. You do need money because you need to pay for searches, you need to pay for surveys, you need to pay solicitors fees, you need to pay for building work. You can then remortgage that property about six months, 12 months down the line and get some of your money back. But to call it no money down is kind of slightly misleading, in my opinion. Oh, no, it's completely um, so, because, you're, yeah, you're saying it doesn't, it, it, the impression, the complete impression that is... you can make 20 grand. You've no, you don't need any yeah. cash. Happy yeah. days, fine. So I met a guy from Scotland, actually. He is... Um, Shaf Rizal, I don't know if you know him, he is he's a dragon and he's also, I think he's the 26th richest person in Scotland. And he was explaining to me yesterday, he has done a no money down deal, but it cost him 2.2 million to do that deal. So he put 2.2 million in and then once he'd done his bits to the property, he then sold that property. So it was no money down in the theory that he has literally made all his money back and some. Yeah. And he did that and He did that over a day, but he needed 2.2 million to do that. You need to be in a position where you have that cash freely available if exactly. opportunities pop up like that. That's going to go, yeah, and let's make calls, this happen. He calls what I call contract 
entrepreneurs, he calls furus. Like, <laughs> so he calls them fake gurus and he hates them because he's someone that's genuinely become a multimillionaire through business and then he's put his money in property. But he said, you can't make money in property without money to start with. It's just impossible to do that. And that's someone that has done it, by the way, and who isn't selling a short or a course. And he's probably in a position to sell a course. Yeah, so otherwise you're not going to, you haven't found anything that has cost you nothing really that has um, made you money. Well, no, no. Stocks and shares, I made £38,000 in the last two years. But to do that, I put it, I had to put in 200000 Yeah, so, see, there you go. I just don't have that. Yeah, I just not, yeah. not at the moment. Not at the a little moment. bit also, uh, cash trapped. Like, <laughs> I'm, not looking, I'm not looking to pull that money out as well. And most of these get rich quick things because they're promising results within 90 days. I haven't touched that money at all for two years mm. where all these things are promising six figures in 90 days. So tell me, you know, buy low, sell high, but that's nonsense. None of it's passive. Like property, if you want to earn more money than you earn in your full-time job doing property, property has to become your full-time job. It's not you can work two hours a week and then make more than your full-time income from property. It's impossible. I want to find a little downloadable thing that that will just bring me in magic money. Yeah. Ten grand a month is all I want. While you're sitting in bed. Take property, though, as an example. If we um, say it's in Dublin, let's just say for argument's sake, why would there be a property trainer in Dublin that makes his money from buying below market value properties? Why would he teach a room of a thousand people how to do the very thing he makes his money from? Because he's nice, Mike. He's nice. He's a nice, (laughs) genuine man. But what I want to ask is, you know the way, obviously, loads of people are falling for these con artists. That's what they are, really. Why is there no one complaining about it when they end Um, up losing a ton of money? There are hundreds of people complaining. So I can tell you two things. So since doing this, now I have started to get DMs from lots of people from inside the industry. There are companies and property companies that will not give a refund to their customers unless they remove any one-star reviews. So unless they agree to remove one-star reviews from any sort of um, Facebook or um, trust pilot, they won't get the refund. So they're paying they them also, to shut up, really? Yeah, so it's like you can complain, complain, complain. They won't give you a refund. You put a one-star review on uh, trust pilot and then they'll contact you saying, listen, do you want your six grand back? It's still removed from one-star review. And people will do that because they want the money back rather than saying, do you know what, I don't want this to happen to anybody else. People want to be consistent. So they get you to commit and they get you to announce publicly your intentions. So they want you to stand up and say, I'm going to be financially free from property. And when you go through that process and you've announced it on Facebook and social media and you said, I'm at the Google insert guru's name training course or I am here and you announce it on Facebook and stuff like that for you then to go back in two or three months and say oh actually this hasn't worked and I have lost £3,000 not many people want to do that so you're almost shamed into not admitting it That's what, but they time. frame it in a way that it's your fault as well obviously because it's yeah, like well you, you just did, you, you, didn't, you didn't work hard enough you didn't yeah. believe you didn't believe that's what the uh, preachers use in America send in $1,000 now and you'll be cured of your ailments no you just didn't send enough yeah. you didn't believe enough you know I'd nearly yeah. rather do that it's a bit more crack I had a whistleblower this video actually got removed from YouTube because the company that was unnamed put in a copyright claim and then sent a legal letter to me. But a whistleblower actually said he was specifically told you've got to leave information out of the training courses that allow someone to be successful so we can upsell to them. So they actually teach you things that leave out crucial information where you could actually go and achieve the very thing they're trying to teach you just so they could upsell you at a later date. <sighs> so I'm finding so many sinister things about this. And there's that. And also another way they bury bad news going specifically on the reviews and people complaining. At these events, they'll say, right, the one-to-one mentoring is £12,000 to qualify and be in a prize draw to get free one-to-one mentoring. Please go on to TripAdvisor now and leave a five-star review for this course and then you will enter into the um, prize draw. 
And mm-hmm. what that does is any one-star reviews that, you know, are on there then get bumped down because all of a sudden there'll be an influx of like 80 five-star reviews. Yeah. But if you look, and this is one of my tips, is when if you look at Trip Advi- uh, sorry, Trustpilot, for any of these gurus that you're looking into, look at the times and dates of the five-star reviews. And if they're all grouped together, they are not legit reviews because they are people giving their opinion on a, a course that they've never actually taken part in. Yeah. And it's yeah. a clever way of burying bad news. I actually did that. That's my latest YouTube video at the moment is how they own keywords and bad news so I did a Mike Winnett exposed video I showed the process of how to bury bad news if you're a entrepreneur I saw so that video type, yeah it's very good yeah yeah so that, that's true that's how they do it so you might want to say is let's just say you go and search that guy and by any sort of using keywords like scam con con artist scammer fake guru they own those keywords they put content out using those keywords and all YouTube is is like um, it's a search engine for videos so then when you search some things and you want a legit review to come up it will be their videos that come at the top of that yeah. page. So then you're thinking, all oh, right, you must be legit because he's actually already answered those videos. I so. always fall for that. <laughs> With everything. I'm always like, the first one must be the best one to go to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I did I did an example of that by putting a mic when it exposed video out and then I did it as if it was a legitimate exposed video to start with with a well-known YouTuber that exposes fake gurus and then I actually explained the process of how now whenever anyone searches that my video comes to the top and it was the same with the blank book that I got to number one on Amazon I was just showing how you can easily manipulate Amazon to get a blank number one and now in theory I could say I'm a number one bestseller in crypto or in um, property trading yeah. and then get speaking gigs off that crypto is another area that I lost lots of money on as well how, how much did you, l- you lose on crypto because that was obviously for the last Huge. three or four years has been the you know the, yeah, the so hot I, talking point I actually made money on investing in crypto currency as in buying a coin keeping hold of it and then selling it yeah. so I made money doing that but again I had to invest £35,000 into that and then I sold at 50000 so I made 15000 but a lot of these gurus are trying to convince you where you can put in £1,000 and make 10000 that's pretty much impossible I wanted to try crypto mining so I bought three crypto mining rigs. They cost me £10,000 each, so £30,000 in total. God. I ran them for a year, and my electricity cost for the year was £2,100. <laughs> and the actual coins that they mined was £1,900. So ah, oh, for God's sake. They've not even got into the initial investment, so I'm still £30,100 down. That's after a year, and they're also really hot as well. So they get to about 70 degrees, so we have to have all the windows open, all the radiators off. But you know what's mad? It's that you obviously are in a fortunate enough position now to have that money to burn through. Yeah. Someone who's going to... Be. I used to be. I'm not now. <laughs> you used to have that money to invest in yeah, these yeah. different crazy scams. But there'd be someone like, uh, you know, a guy or girl is in a desperate situation and might be there. They might get a loan for five or ten grand off a bank and say, no, I'm going to invest that into crypto mining rigs or and whatever it is. to make 15 grand back. just in the hole. That's what they're getting told to do. I've been at a course where to test how bad it was, we would actually, we went to the back of the room, they marched us to the back of the room, they went to pay on credit cards, they even teach you how to expect your overdraft limit so you oh, can pay geez. for the I've not got the money I, I can't afford to do this and they were still trying to upsell me and they were saying don't you know anyone you could, could lend you the money can't you God. can't you get the money and I was saying I'm not in a position to pay this you know I'm, I'm on benefits and all these things yeah. that's what's making the, the series that I'm doing at the moment I'm seeing them for what they are but I still get told that it's, I've got a loser mindset or I'm unsuccessful <laughs> I'm not willing to invest in myself <laughs> and all these things when the reality there's a case at the moment in the UK where one property trainer that has now fled 
to Thailand was marching people to the cash points they could withdraw £250 to put down as a deposit. Then he's fled the country with people's deposits. That's sort of big news at the moment. That's on Facebook at the moment from one of the, the main property companies in uh, the UK. Yeah. I was actually asked to speak in Belfast last week, uh, uh, first time I've been to Northern Ireland, and I pitched or did my talk on the entrepreneur formula, and then two of the people that spoke after I spoke used examples of what I just talked about, and it was the most awkward experience I've ever had. The crowd were like saying, oh, oh no. we just seen it. <laughs> <laughs> So I was saying like, oh yeah, all these, you know, these claim they're an Amazon bestseller, blah, blah, blah. And the next person come up and announce themselves. And I was like, boom. No, you ruined yeah. it. I'm an Amazon bestseller and, uh, and I, I started off yeah. poor and, and, you know, naked and alone on the streets and made it here. Oh, that must, I would have loved to have been there. That must have been I've amazing. I've got a massive stunt plan this year. I can't tell you too much about it now, but there is a certain person that teaches these people how to sell from the stage and teaches them all the tactics. Yeah. I've got something big planned with, with that, so... Give us a heads up yeah. next time when you release yeah. that, we'll, we'll have a chat again. So listen, I think what we learned here this evening is... You need to work for your money. No, 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 no. You, it's you, weird. That's the one thing that underpins everyone that's successful. Anyone you really look up to, and I mean the truly successful people, number one, they're not screaming at you from YouTube videos. Number one, they're not <laughs> desperately trying to tell you how successful they are. But it's all underpinned with they worked really, really hard and they weren't telling everybody what they were doing to make their money. That's True. like one, you know, just think Steve Jobs would, would have been shouting, hey everyone, I'm making an iPhone. You know, you <laughs> I'll show you the secrets to making your yeah. iPhone. And He's you like, screw yeah. you guys. Yeah, he was just uh, pitting people against each other in his company yeah. and me causing yeah, exactly. a lot of stress that way. Um, okay, so we've learned one, it's unfortunately hard work, it's long-term investments like property, or let's be honest, it's getting your hoop out on Instagram and setting up an OnlyFans account exactly. afterwards. That's the only other way. I mean, that is a direct way of making money. <laughs> well, I met a girl actually that she's done £10 million in 16 months. From uh, It's called AdMiami, not OnlyFans, her one. The only reason I wouldn't do this is because I feel that people like you would judge me. Now, if you don't hang judge on, me... On. I, maybe I would judge me. you, but I'd be broke and you'd be opening up your online internet banking and you'd have so much money you have to turn your phone landscape to yeah. see your balance. True. Yes, yeah, so I was doing an interview with her and she set up the website so she was just on another website and she was making like 70 grand a month what? from actual people, <gasps> which I don't get. In a world where you can access Thank. anything for free, why you would pay to see pictures, it's beyond me to start with. But That's what I don't she understand. Like well, she got clever and now opened up her own sort of competitor to um, OnlyFans and she's done like I said 10 million pounds in 16 months Listen Mike thanks a million for chatting to us Um, and again unfortunately we haven't got any closer to getting easy money Um, we will try our very best if uh, someone wants to follow along with the Contrepreneur series and the Get Rich Die Buy-In series where's the best place they should go? Uh, Definitely YouTube so it's YouTube and type in Mike Winnett which is W-I-N-N-E-T And if someone wants a little party box for a party that they're running (laughs) where's the best place they can go? Oh, I'm not gonna, I am not I don't want to skew the results. I don't want to send everybody there using the radio. I want to put out my real results. So I won't tell you. <laughs> That's fair enough. But look, my sisters are both getting married. They're both hens coming oh, up. They'll be perfect That might be another them. 20 euro in the bag for you there yeah. now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they want a crypto mining rig as a wedding present. <laughs> Instead of a cake, it's three rigs stacked on top of each other with a little guy and girl on the top. Anything. <laughs> Listen, Mike, it's a, always a pleasure. Best of luck with everyone else that uh, you're doing this year. And thanks a million for popping on. Cheers. Thanks so much. Thank you. And if you know of any way to make money online if you've ever made any money online whether it's selling your clothes selling stuff on eBay let us know we'll try selling your knickers selling your soul to the devil if you can do that online let us know 0876797104 back after these this podcast may contain content which is suitable for listeners over the age of 18 only discretion is advised 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.